We hear in the gospel today these Greek people that are God-fearers, but they don't know the Lord. And they come to Philip because they know that Philip is one of his disciples. And they've heard about the Lord. They've, they've um, heard these wonderful miracles that he is working. They have heard that he is claiming to be God on earth. And so they go to Philip and they, they say to him, Sir, we would like to see Jesus. So they ask Philip to see Jesus. And because Philip is one of his disciples, he's able to go to Jesus and to relay this message. And so I was thinking about for us today, Jesus is real. He's not just a concept. He's not just, um, you know, an idea. Um, So I think about, like, if somebody were to really come up to me and ask me, I want to see Jesus, what would I do? If somebody were to come up to you, you're one of his disciples. You're in the inner circle. You're, you're in the entourage. And so if somebody said to you, I want to see Jesus, would you be able to show them, to show him to them? And I think some of us uh, at times may struggle with this because we know through catechesis and through study, we know the Lord sometimes as an idea or a concept. Even sometimes when we pray, sometimes we say our prayers without actually encountering our Lord Jesus. And so if somebody were to ask you to see Jesus, you as his disciples and myself ought to be able to show them to Jesus. To say, oh, I know him. He's my best friend. Let me show him to you. But I want you to think about what would you do practically? How would you show them to Jesus. If they wanted to see the Lord, if they would like to see Jesus, what would you do? So as I thought about this, I think the first thing that I might do with somebody is to take them to the Adoration Chapel. I would take them and sit before the Blessed Sacrament because Jesus is present to us in the Eucharist. And I know for myself, those are times when I can most feel his presence as when I'm before the Eucharist. So maybe... One thing I might do is take them to the Adoration Chapel. I know another thing that I would do is I would help them to encounter the Lord in prayer. So many of you who are doing Pray 40 Days along this way, this is like my greatest excitement, is that um, I would love to teach you how to experience him in your prayer life, that he's real, and that we can actually have this relationship with him. So the second thing I might do is to teach them how to experience Jesus in their prayer. We hear from um, St. Jerome that ignorance of Christ, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. So if we don't know Scripture, we don't know Christ. That means if we do know Scripture, we do know Christ. And so maybe it could just be sharing with them your favorite Scripture verse and why you love it so much. One of the very concrete ways is uh, Jesus says, where two or three of you are gathered together in my name, there I am in your midst. And so that could just be gathering either that person with maybe another person or two in prayer and experiencing Christ in the midst of that prayer. We hear in the Gospel of Matthew, St. Matthew says, When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill and visit you, or imprisoned 
And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers and sisters, you did for me. And so maybe that would mean taking that person to the poor and just introducing them to someone who is, is poor, someone who is imprisoned, someone who is broken down, and letting, letting them see the love of God in that person. And the most concrete ways that we have are the sacraments. And so I'm just going to kind of go through the seven sacraments and how we can experience Christ in each one of them. The first is baptism. So when we were baptized, we were baptized into Christ Jesus. And we hear in Scripture, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. So as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might be in the newness of life. So in our baptism, Christ becomes one with us. And so in a sense, somebody, somebody said to me, um, an answer to this would be, I would hold up a mirror and let them see Christ in themselves. When, when we're baptized, we become one with Christ. And so really, each and every one of you walking out of church today, walking into the world, even your children, are Jesus in the world today because of baptism. The second sacrament that usually we receive is confession. And so in the sacrament of confession, we experience the Father's love and mercy in the person of, Christ, in the, person of the priest who stands in the person of Christ. So any time that we go to the sacrament of confession, we are experiencing Jesus. Not only in the priest, but also in the penitent sinner who is being reconciled. The third is confirmation. So when you were confirmed, you were sealed with all the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And so all those gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit, the same gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit that were in Jesus are in you. And so those gifts are being shared with the world. And so hopefully, people can see Jesus in the gifts and fruits working in you. Now this one would be for myself, but also for all of you. In, in the person of the priest, we experience Jesus. So not just from my own ordination, as I was ordained and therefore permanently sealed and joined with Christ. So anytime you see a priest, you're witnessing that Christ, but most especially when the priest celebrates the sacrament. So when the priest uh, celebrates the Eucharist, when the priest celebrates confession, all of the sacraments. Anointing of the sick would be another one. So when the, when the priest is with the penitent, and, or with the, the person being anointed who is broken and, and desiring healing, in that moment, Jesus is there. And again, if you know anybody that is sick and suffering, Jesus is present in those who are, who are broken and who are lowly. And then marriage. If you are married, take a look to your right, take a look to your left. That's Jesus right there. Through good times and in bad sickness and in health, uh, God has been loving you through your spouse. And it's not only for the two of you, but for all of us to witness through your loving each other through good times and in bad sickness and in health, you become a reflection of God's love, a sacrament of God's love that we can experience and encounter Jesus. And then finally here at the Mass, the Mass is where like everything is brought together. 
So where two or three are gathered in my name, all of us who are gathered here together in his name in the gathered assembly, Christ is present because we have gathered in the name of Jesus. And so as you greet each other at the sign of peace, as you walk out of Mass today and encounter each other, you're encountering our Lord. We also know in the, in the readings that we hear today that Christ is present anytime the word of God is proclaimed, so we, we experience him in the readings. Again, in the priesthood, so when I, when I as priest or any of us as priests go to the altar and, and uh, transform the, the bread and wine into the body and blood, we are experiencing Jesus in the person of the priest. And then finally, in the Eucharist. So as the gifts of bread and wine are consecrated in the body and blood and are transformed for us, Jesus is born every Sunday, every day, right here on this altar. And then he's given to you. And you receive him. And so you go out into the world and, and you are Jesus in the world today. And so after just kind of reflecting on each of these, I would just like you to think about that. What would you practically do if somebody wanted to see Jesus? What would you do if somebody wanted to know more about our Lord? What would you do if somebody really and genuinely wanted to experience Jesus and, 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 and the realness of that? Hopefully, you've encountered him in these different ways. Hopefully, he's become so real to you that you would know exactly where to go to take them to see Jesus. And we're all called to do that. We're all called as his disciples to do that. What a wonderful responsibility that is. What a daunting responsibility that is. But each and every one of us should be able to show people to the Lord. And so what would you do if somebody came to you and said, I want to see Jesus?